0: Hey, this is Self-Help Shark, and I'm Morgan, and today we are talking about purpose and values.
1: And this is Brett, and I am going to dabble into a quick question. Morning routines, eh? Eh. Did you try any? Yes, I did, eh? I
0: like (laughs) the Canadian thing you got going on there. Yes, so last Monday I was so inspired by our last talk that I got up early and I did yoga, Granted, I only did about half the set because I did like an advanced video without realizing it was advanced. So I was like doing the stretches, and all of a sudden she got going really fast. So I was like, "I can't keep up! Oh God, what's going on?" But I like had a good breakfast, and I made sure my dog like went outside for as long as he needed to, and it was awesome. I struggled to do it the rest of the week because I was really tired, and um, yeah, but. This conversation, our last podcast, helped me to self improve and try yoga. So I hope it helped you too.
1: Yeah. And I reached out and did something new myself. What did you do? I stepped into the sauna. I thought you were gonna say the sun.
0: I was like, let you go, let <laughs> <laughs> you go, you little vampire you
1: <laughs> Yes, I I normally don't see the sun. <laughs> I work graveyards.
0: I seriously thought you were going to be like, I went outside during the day and got some vitamin D. I was going to be like, whoa, your skin didn't melt. So you went and did a sauna. I've been in those before. Yeah. They're part of my pun. Not really, but they are yeah. hot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, if you, if you want to start off your day, hot tub, sauna. Man, I never felt more energized in my life until I, I literally stepped out of that sauna and I felt like a new man.
0: I go into saunas and I get out and I'm like, oh God, I'm so sweaty and gross and I'm pretty sure I burned like a gazillion pounds. Oh, eh, yeah, that's how I felt. I was like, but then the only sauna I've ever used is, so my boyfriend's mom, where she lives, they have a sauna, which is currently storage, but before it was storage, I would go in there and I would like do the sauna thing and it felt nice because you're like detoxing your body and everything but at the same time it's like ugh, I felt gross after being in there.
1: Yeah. I, I I went right out out of the hot tub. I had my swimming trunk still on. That felt that, that talk about feeling good. Oh. If you, oh, you had, did the
0: hot tub and then the sauna? Oh, 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 yeah. oh okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. So
0: you were like getting all the chlorine off and you're oh, like yeah sweating at the stress and also you're
1: not wearing a bunch of clothes either oh that's so, true so so you're like getting all dried off and
0: oh i can see yeah. how that felt awesome like yeah. if it was just you like in your underwear i'm like Ew. No. No,
1: yeah that's kind of gross
0: yeah that's yeah. I, i've never like been in the hot tub yeah. and then it's <laughs> 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 you're looking at me like yeah that sounds kind
1: of gross. I did, yeah
0: um so yeah today we are talking about value Ah, oh, i just an go on that i'm good About value and purpose. So to kind of tie into that, which also kind of ties into saunas and hot things. So uh, the last thing we did, was the last podcast, we talked about people-pleasing. And so I talked about this tattoo I was getting, and I got it yesterday. It's already peeling, and it's freaking me out, but I absolutely love it. It hurt like a bitch, too, but I still absolutely love it. And the reason it ties into that is because I feel like so I got the Hufflepuff crest. And so for Harry Potter fans out there, they're like, well, Hufflepuff's the name. And good. I'm like, no, it is not. Thank you. and I feel like part of my value and my purpose is being a Hufflepuff. I feel like the traits of a Hufflepuff represent who I am. So I was like, you know, 26th birthday, I'm going to go get a Hufflepuff tattoo because that's part of me, what makes me feel like I am. And I'm one of those people that I love hot tubs, I love baths, I love saunas, and I'm not allowed to touch any of those for two weeks. So I'm feeling kind of withdrawal. So the fact that you like did one, I'm just oh. like, uh, I feel like I'm going through withdrawals. But I feel like an asshole now. <laughs> um. Yesterday, Remy was like, "Morgan, I'm gonna take a bath every day. Doesn't a bath sound nice?" I'm like, "Yes," but I can't take one. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> that's right," mm. and I'm like. I'm like what like what difference is going to this? I'm not going to take one. What, you can make me feel guilty. I can like stick my feet in water if I really want to. Like so what? I guess I like to sometimes start off by saying what makes you feel you have value and purpose and whatever that answer is great. We can't hear that or respond to that.
1: Please, we could also we could definitely respond to it in another episode. Just give us a comment, email us. All the information is going to be down below on the link.
0: I'm really glad you, like, because I forgot that we have a blog and a Facebook post. So oh, on Twitter, too. I'm glad you made that plug because I'm like, there's no way for us to talk to you. And you're like, actually, there is. And I'm like, because yeah. we yeah. want to talk to you. And our goal is to make this a community of supportive people. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so Brad's been working really hard on that. So if you have a comment about, like, like yeah, go Hufflepuff pride or boo, I'm a slither or whatever it is. Or you're like, here's how I feel. I have value and purpose. Please let us know. We want to hear, we want to make friends, we want to be helpful. So the way that I feel value and purpose, so, excuse me, I work with children for a living. I work with like roughly two and a half to three year olds and everybody's like, well, you work in a daycare, so it's not really impactful. And I'm like, yes, it is. We teach people how to be essentially basic human beings. And I know that sounds silly, but we help kids, you know, learn how to throw their own stuff away. How to be nice, how to take turns, how to clean up after themselves. We, any basic thing that you know how to do, like even going to the bathroom, we help teach because that's what it's like in early childhood So before this, I worked in business and I did like retail and accounting and all this stuff and none of it felt rewarding. Like there was a day where I was sitting at my job doing accounting and I was like, I could not care less how much this thing is taxed or how much this is going to be liquidated in five years. I did not give a shit. I was like, you know, I don't care. Like, I maybe I might want to run the front end of it, like the sales. But I also don't care to sell people stuff. It's like, if you want to buy the product, you're going to buy the product. So after doing retail and sales and marketing and everything relating to my business degree for about a year and a half... I was like, you know, I like working with children, so I'm going to try that. And fortunately enough, in childcare, it was pretty easy to be able to get an interview. And then I got my child development associate, which allows me to be a group lead, which means I can teach a group of children by myself and basically teach them in whatever way I like. So if it's art, science, whatever it is, I'm allowed to do that. And so... Out of all the jobs I've ever had, I find that the most rewarding because it's amazing to me. Because every day it'll be like, hey, little kid, you can't smack your friend with this. And he's like, well, why? And I'm like, and it does, and every day I learn something new about working with kids. It's like they don't understand that it's mean to do this, and you have to teach them that it's mean to do this. And to me, that's amazing, is because you're the first person aside from their parents that they are going to bond with, and they are going to interact with. And to me, I feel very impactful when at the end of the day... I mean, they may be a little shit anyways. (laughs) They may still call me mean butthead or say, No, No, Miss Morgan, you shut up. And I'm like, Oh my God, keep your cool, Morgan, keep your cool. Don't yell at them. But at the end of the day... If they understand how to say please and thank you, that's huge. If they know how to hold a cup the right way, if they know how to clean up after themselves, that doesn't feel like a big thing. But, like, think about what age group you're teaching. That is so impactful. And I feel like maybe I don't know how I feel about the value of myself as a human being. That's That's another struggle. But as a teacher, I feel like, I, be, I bring a lot of value even to as little of activities as building blocks. There's so much positivity and there's so much that you're doing there even if you don't think so. So that's kind of, if you're ever like, that's kind of how I guess I want to start out is by saying, you know, that's how I feel impactful. And I feel like I bring value to something. Having value in myself, that's that's another Monster that I'm not quite ready to tackle, but I also feel like teaching may be my purpose because I want to bring, I want to make other people learn and I want to help them show them how they can be amazing. So I think that's how I want to start out. And I've been yapping for like five minutes too, so your turn, Brett.
1: <laughs> so, uh, my values might. My- uh, but being valuable in society and things, and it's kind of hard for myself, cause myself like Morgan, I've been in retail, gr- grocery. Um, uh, being a produce clerk was a little bit more rewarding than uh, like selling clothes <laughs> because I already because because when you sell food, you know they need it, and you know when you're selling clothes, you're like man, you really do not need this.
0: I have 15 fake fur codes <laughs> you need a 16th one man lucky number 16
1: just
0: <laughs> 50% Not off gone. do it yeah yeah but um,
1: uh, right, um, my current occupation is uh, is a weird hybrid position of being a concierge and a, a security guard so I just keep a uh, residential area safe in the, the uh, nighttime. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool because I actually get to make sure their whole residency is kind of safe from unwanting visitors.
0: I've been to his office before. Like, these are like classy ass people. (laughs) I'm like, man, your dog poop is probably more valuable than my car.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely my car. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. Uh, Like, the people who live in the place he works at
0: are like, Damn.
1: But, there, uh, but a lot of them are just really nice people in general. And, um, but I, but when it comes to, like, having that job, being valued, even though I do dread it sometimes because nothing <laughs> happens <laughs> at night, but, um, but I always look at the positive side to say, hey, because I'm here, I'm kind of, I, I, can't, I kind of made a difference here because, um... Apparently, a lot of uh, a lot of bad stuff was happening before I got there. Oh really? Yeah. Ooh. Like this, this, random people will just walk in and do stuff. That's pretty much it. Like that's, what? That's just the gist. I can't talk about that. Oh. I'm top secret. <laughs> secret yeah.
0: agent man. Ooh, that's so. But
1: they would just do random stuff like there's people that like don't live there and stuff like they would just walk into the front doors and do whatever.
0: Do weird ass shit yeah. sounds like. Yeah. So I think what's important to talk about tonight is um sorry if I cut you off but I just had like a thought bubble that I was like I need to say this yeah um but I think what's really important to talk about is we've been talking about like yourself and how to improve yourself which is like the the podcast that we do and so some people are like here's my purpose here's my value I like this this and that I know myself and some people like me are like I mean, I think I know my purpose, and I feel like I kind of have value, but this bitchy girl in middle school made me not feel that way, cause she said my dress was ugly, but I think it's really important to talk about how you do have purpose, and you do have value, and it's really important to find that for yourself. For me, I'm going to be honest, I turned 26 yesterday, and um, a lot of people have controversial feelings about tattoos, but... I feel like it helps my purpose and value by getting a Hufflepuff tattoo and everyone's like well that's Harry Potter that seems silly and I'm like no literally that's how I view myself is I am a Hufflepuff and that's what I value and I feel part of my purpose in life is to uphold the values that Hufflepuffs hold because they're like the reason they're not in a major house is because they kind of are applicable to everything and they support people and they're there for people and they do a lot of different things. So I I guess trying to find way... I'm trying to think of what I want to say, but like... So
1: so like for your tattoo, the biggest thing that... And this is for anything. that goes like when you're making a purchase on anything in life. Um, that you just... You you should not ever impulse buy anything ever. I've thought
0: about my tattoo for about five years. It's yeah. not like I watched Harry Potter the other day and I was like, Fuck yeah, yeah. man!
1: but but if you, if you look in the mirror and you gain value by having it on you on you and that's a purchase you have that you thought of and it brings you value then yes that was a good purchase for yourself i feel and i'm
0: sure and i know a lot of people who do feel this when getting a tattoo is i feel very i feel like i'm putting value in myself and i'm honoring things about me I feel like I'm honoring my loyalty my support my friendship my tenacity and I feel like recording that on my body is honoring and valuing me and so one thing that I think is really hard especially for me and for other people who might have you know a mental illness that they're struggling with a personal thing or whatever or you're like at a midlife crisis at 26 um or whatever I think it's important to kind of find you and what things mean to you and like who is me who is Brett who is Morgan like what is valuable to me what makes me value
1: me like my biggest thing like when it comes to value the biggest thing is treating people the way you want to be treated that's my biggest value that's how I always will treat people if someone treats me like garbage I won't treat them as garbage as they treat me but I will remind them you're treating me like garbage, and this is how I'm gonna remind you by treating them exactly the same way I've been treated. I don't go over the top, and I don't go under the bar. I, if someone says you suck, to me, I'm gonna look at them and tell them, no, you suck, and that's pretty much what I value the most because I, uh, I, I practice. So yeah, I practice a lot of spirituality beliefs, and I kind of believe in the. T- uh, I believe in something called, uh, and I don't believe in it, but. It's a, a spiritual guidance that I use. is called the Taoism. Tao, and like T-A-A-U? T-A-O.
0: T-A-O, like the
1: T T A O Yeah, like the Tao. Yeah. I was like, isn't there a yeah. T
0: called Tao? Yeah. Okay, I was so, like, am I crazy? Okay, I'm not crazy.
1: So, cool. yeah, so... And I find a lot of value in that because the t- because the idea of the Tao is above heaven. It's above... Every- it's like... It's what guides everything in life. hmm And the reason why I feel valued by that because I always... That is a reminder to myself that whatever I do in this world well, is, is what this world is going to um, be. In, this world is going to ex- exist no matter what. But I want to be able to give something back to it to help impact it in a certain way. And the way I want to impact it is to put myself um, behind a closed door, kind of. And I want to put myself out there to help other people. Because this because there's bigger things in this world than just myself.
0: Exactly, and I can I kind of see eye to eye with Brett. Where so for me, um, I, I feel I am spiritual. I'm technically, I'm baptized within a certain religion. My relationship with that religion is rocky, and I'm not going to go too into that. But the way I and. So there are certain things that happen in my life where I'm like, am I going to go to heaven or hell? And 95% of the time, I'm like, I'm probably going to go to hell. (laughs) (laughs) Most likely, I'm probably going to go to hell. I'll be lucky. So for me, it's like, I've been in places where I've been bullied, I've been rejected. I've had people tell me in my life, hey, I would rather, if I was you, I would kill myself. I would rather kill myself than be you. And for a 13-year-old girl who's, like, struggling with her identity and self-esteem and, like, every middle schooler, middle schools are dark time, guys. You don't need to be telling your friends you would kill yourself if you were them. But I have been told that, and I have been in places where I've had friends say, hey, you're weird, I'm going to ignore you. And so those are the moments in my life where I'm like, I can crumble and give in to that and be like, yeah, I'm a weirdo, I'm going to go off to the rocky mountains and be like Gollum or some shit and hide by myself. Or I can treat people better than they've treated me and show them that there is hope and you can be kind and caring. And so there have been moments, and this is another reason why I identify as a Hufflepuff, and I'm very proud of it, is there's moments where people can be the meanest people to you, but you can say, okay, I recognize that you have these feelings and you're going through A, B, and C, but I'm still... Gonna be your friend, and I'm still gonna be there for you because you don't mean this, and I'm very loyal. And so, if you, so other people are like, oh, this bad thing happened to me, and I'm like, yep, bad things happen to me, but it's a shitty feeling, and I don't want that to happen to other people because some other people, they may not be prepared for a situation, they may not like. So, for instance, I'm trying to think. Good example of this. I'm trying to think of a good example. So I have a good example. I have. I was like, let me have my example. So I have an example where, in college, I had this roommate who was like, girls can be really bitchy sometimes, and I had a roommate who was I. She would say something to my face and be like, I'd be like, are we good? Can we talk this out? She'd be like, oh yeah, we're fine. And then two minutes later, she would post on Facebook, hey, and be passive aggressive about it, and I. It it's got it went to the point in college where I just... Pardon my French, but I fucking hate passive-aggressive people. If you have an issue with me, I don't care if it takes you a week to figure out how to say it or if you want to make sure you're not crazy or whatever and you want a second opinion. That's all fine and dandy, but don't ever post it on Facebook and be passive-aggressive because that's just shitty, and I had a friend who did that, so she would say to my face, we're good. And I'd be like, all right, well, I got to trust you. And then she would go behind my back. And then all these people who had no contacts would be like really supportive. And the other people are like, it's dumb. I don't want to care about it. And me, I'm sitting here like, really? You just told me we're good. That feels really super shitty. And so what I do is I'm like, you know, if I have, if I'm like, if I'm like, you know, I have a problem with this person and I really am not sure what I should do about it, I might go ask Grammy. I might go get a second opinion. Like, hey, uh, like I know my feelings are validated, but, like, is this really an issue? Are they really being doing what I feel like they're doing? Or am I just, you know, being overly sensitive? And so, and I have gotten feedback that I'm overly sensitive, and that's fine. That's why I ask other people. But at the end of the day, if you want... People, if you want to be like you know, I've been through this shitty situation, and I don't want other people to feel this way, then I feel like you know, whether you got in this situation or not on purpose, I'm gonna treat you better than I've been treated because I feel like that's the right way. So, if you're like I'm gonna passive aggressively post you about on Facebook, that's fine. You do you, Pikachu. Like I can't say anything. I can't delete it. I'm not gonna comment on it. But if I have a problem, I'm gonna be like, Yo, Brett. Your shit's everywhere, cleaning up. Just kidding. That's not an actual complaint that I have, but I'm just using an example. But anyways... But my shit is everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so about the local weather. <laughs> so, I think that also goes into value and putting value in the people around you and what you're saying. Like, I think there's value in what Brett's saying, like, hey, if someone's a dick to you, then you be a dick to them. But I also think there's value in saying, hey... You're a dick to me, so I'm going to be nicer because I want to show you kindness because maybe you haven't experienced kindness. And most people I know who are shitty people, I talk to them and they're like, yeah, I grew up in this way and sorry I'm an insensitive ass. I'm just like this. And I'm like, you know, not that that's fair that you'd treat me that way, but I get it. So I'm going to forgive you and I'm going to show you kindness. And I feel like that's literally the Hufflepuff way of doing things.
1: And... And that that's also another good point is like, like yeah for like when someone tells you you suck and you tell them you suck afterwards, like yeah that's awesome to do, cause you're just like yeah I got you. Like ha, ha, ha fuck you. The, also at the same time my favorite thing my my favorite thing to do after I tell them exactly what they tell me to them, and then I ask them what's wrong with you. And then they sometimes open up or they just, they just go, oh, never mind. As I said, it's having a bad day. But, uh, but when it comes to I, I, value and truthfulness comes hand in hand uh, because your word, your word is the most valuable thing for, uh, to people. And there's, two, there's two things that are the most valuable thing to people, to your friends and strangers and anyone else who you're going to meet in your life is that your appearance? And I'm not talking about you have to look like a model or anything really like that. It's just you have to look well put together and professional.
0: Oh, your oh, I thought you said your parents. Like I was like, what is your Appear- parents? Appearance? Oh, appearance. I was like, what do your parents have to do with how you look? Got they it. can't control how <laughs> their genetic genetics like make you. Okay. I oh, really I oh, oh, really a- oh, Appearance, got appearance. it. Okay. Appearance. appearance. Got it. Got it. Yeah, got parents,
1: it. you need to teach your kids uh, truth and value in themselves too. On the side just Side note,
0: parents teach your kids their value. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Continue, sorry.
1: Um but um your appearance and your word are gonna be the two most valuable things. Um if you don't have any excuse for your appearance, like say you go to the grocery store and gym clothes. You better be coming from the gym, or it's better be Sunday, <laughs> or or oh, you better have the day off. Like <laughs> this in general, but um, but but I, I treat every situation in life like a job interview. I'm gonna be truthful to whoever I talk to, and then I'm gonna I'm I'm just going to let them know how I feel and resolve any issues or anything like that. And then also, um, I, if you look good, you feel good. Bottom line. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, like, if you look like you're well put together and you can walk around with your head, out, held, head held high, then you're, you're set. I can
0: see that. Yeah. And to kind of make a point on your point, I have walked my dog in my bathrobe on a Sunday night and rang my neighbor's doorbell to let him know that there was a light on in his car, and I felt zero shame, especially when I scared the shit out of him because it was dark. So.
1: I said it's Sunday. <laughs> I said Sunday. <laughs> well, it's I don't even okay. know if
0: I think it was a Sunday. Yeah. I, what if it was like a... No, I don't know what... But, but anyway, so I, I do understand where Brett's coming from, where, like, if you wear, like, a four-piece suit, you're probably going to feel like a fucking, like, fancy-ass dude who can afford a Rolls-Royce and... Like, a night on the town, or whatever. You're gonna feel like a G. (laughs) Oh, God, don't say that again. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, But at the same time, you know, there's, it's okay to be, like, there's value in, I can agree with Brett, but there's also, like, there's also value in not giving a shit about what you look like, or it's about how you feel and how... You are around other people. So, for instance, I have no shame in walking my dog around the neighborhood in a bathrobe, probably tipsy at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday night because I just want to. That and that for me, that means I put value on myself to say, I don't care what people think. Yeah, could I put on a prom dress to shoot to do this? Yeah, should I probably not be doing this tipsy at night when it's snowing? yeah but I'm gonna do it and there's also there's value in dressing for success and being like yeah I'm sharp as a tack I'm gonna look sharp as a tack I feel like it and there's also value in being like you know I'm Morgan and I eat cake and drink wine on the weekends and that is okay and I feel this makes me feel beautiful so there's value in being and I've met people who are both ways. I've met people who are like, I feel the best when I'm wearing weed socks and 28 piercings in my nose, which I'm impressed if you can fit 28 piercings in your nose. Like, how can you breathe? I don't know. But I think that's respectable for the people who are like, I feel valued doing this. And then also respect for the people who are like, you know what? I came from this bad home situation and I put on, a designer suit to go to the grocery store because that's how I value myself and so I think whatever way you value yourself or try to find value that is just the word I'm coming up with is beautiful for that you know you do I, I have a saying and I like it because it rhymes it's a nerdy reference and it's a good quote kind of it's you do you Pikachu I like it Probably doesn't make sense, but no one's questioned me so far, and no one said it's weird, but, like, you do you, Pikachu. That's what I like to say, is because whatever you do to make you feel valued, I support it. I mean, if you feel value in getting high on crack every night.
1: Um, well, you should go see good <laughs> Probably... A dip,
0: right? probably don't choose something else like a cup of water or um. ice cream or something else maybe don't do crack but like yeah listen yeah. <laughs> yeah try to find healthy ways to give yourself value there,
1: there's no there's no value in a crack Okay, and there's no value in crack. Even doing crack, there's no value. Is that what
0: you're saying? I don't even think I'm saying that right. It's crack cocaine. Any person I've ever talked... Crack
1: cocaine. Isn't it crack cocaine? Yeah. Everybody's
0: like, crack cocaine. Like, so, they go hand in hand. So
1: so, c- cocaine is kind of powder form, and crack is like rock form. That's pretty much the difference. I don't understand. They're the same drug. The
0: point is, whatever you're into that you find value... Yep. Don't fry your body doing it. Don't kill your kidneys or your yeah. brain or anything. Try to find something healthy. Of well,
1: that's value. A, that's also part of uh, value that you gotta value your body. Mm-hmm. So, in the process of valuing your body, you gotta take care of your body. Mm-hmm. Doing crack cocaine is not taking care of your body.
0: This is true. This is true. There's. Uh, I go ahead. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. This. Um,
0: you go oh so and this goes again with like the themes of like how do you value you and how do you value your body so some people are covered in tattoos and piercings and that's how they value themselves and their body they're like you know i've had a b and c happen to me and i feel fantastic having an imperfect body and showing that and it's like great you do you and that's really respectful. and some people are like you know my parents gave me a fantastic life. I've never had any health issues, so why should I destroy my body via drugs, tattoos, piercings? And so everybody has a different opinion and different value that they put to that. Me, I'm like, you know what? It's your body. If you want a tattoo, great. Make sure you think about it so you're not like, I got, like, I know somebody who got a dancing hot dog when they were drunk and they. I'm pretty sure regretted it when they were sober. I've heard that story. My coworker told me that story and I'm just sitting here like, well, I was going to guess peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but either way, it's a food item and they got to stare at the food item the rest of their life. So there is absolutely value in preserving your body and there's absolutely value in, in some people's opinion, wrecking your body. For me, I'm like, you know, I have like warts and moles and freckles and, self-image issues, so for me, I've only ever pierced my ears, and I'm not very good at maintaining it, because I don't like the feeling, I just like how it looks. But for me, putting a tattoo on my body, I feel is valuing my body. It's saying, hey, you know, you're a good body, and I feel like I need to represent you with what I feel like my personality is. So, like, don't do crack cocaine, if you do weed, just... Do it maybe once a month. Don't drink every night. That's bad. Just, you know, I'm not a doctor, but just don't destroy your kidneys valuing your body. Um, but it's, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. The the showing, this taking care of yourself just shows how much value you have in your life and how much you want to invest in yourself. That's that's flat out it. Like, there's no sugar gutting it. Like, if you, if you work out every day, if you go to the gym, you do... You eat right, you eat healthy, you do all the cool stuff that all the um, all the healthy people. Like and I'm not talking about being absolute perfect, like you could take days off, you can do this, but don't make it a habit. And making a habit is doing it for more than like six months. <laughs> if you take if, if you, you <laughs> if you took a break for six months, yeah, there's gonna be a problem there. But, um, but it's like say if this is like a week a weekend or something, you're like, you know what, I just need a break real quick. That's okay, but this, th- th- there's diff- so many different ways you can find value yourself, and it's, you, and you don't have to be astronomical about it. You don't have to be like I'm going to solve the world's problems today. No, to solve your issues, <laughs> and start with your don't own buy issues. Don't off
0: more than you can chew. Yeah. yeah,
1: and this and that's pretty much it. There's like, it's pr- when it comes down to valuing yourself, valuing your body, and valuing and living a life of value, that is pretty cut and dry to do the hard work.
0: And, you know, for people out there who struggle with self-esteem issues, depression, anxiety, whatever it is you suffer from, maybe I had a bad relationship with your dad, or your mom died, or your grandma, or I don't know, whatever your deal is, even if you struggle to find value in yourself and value in your body, That is okay, and that's something that I think is really important also to notice. If you're at a place in your life where you're like, well, my friend, like, has her shit together, why don't I? There is nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with having no idea what you're going to do with your life and having no value and no nothing. If you're like, I have no value in my life and I have no value in myself... It is okay for you to feel that way and to be in that point in your life. There's nothing wrong with that. It's something that you can work on and you should work towards. But if you're like, don't ever be hard on yourself for that. Because I'm one of those people that I don't have my shit together. And I'm constantly trying to find value and purpose in my life. And it's different things sometimes. But just... I beat up on myself about this, and I'm going to be totally honest with you guys about it because I feel like honesty, like Brett said, honesty is the best policy. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I have a hard time finding value and purpose in my life sometimes. And sometimes it's a struggle where it's like, if I don't get out of bed, no one's going to care. And that's kind of where depression comes from Mm -hmm. a little bit, but... It's okay to be at a point where you're like, I have no value or purpose in my life. It's okay to feel that way. It's a lie. You do have value. You do have purpose. You just have to find out what it is. And if you're like, I don't have any of that in my life, that's okay too. There's no pressure. There's no shame. There's no, oh, you suck at life. And there's no, don't feel bad about it if you're at a place where you're like, I don't feel like I have this because... I've absolutely been that place in my life and I've had to have friends and family help me find it and that's all right. Like, it's okay to not know if you have that and if you do or don't, it's okay to not feel like you have that or feel like you do. That's
1: completely valid and it's all right. And it's completely acceptable in my opinion because I suffer through anxiety and uh, depression all the time. Like, And I, and that is, uh, and I am, I've been finding ways to find value in myself and being able to say, Hey, I'm going to take care of my body because I value it. And, and a lot of my depression comes from stuff from childhood and yada, yada, I could get into that, but that's going to be the depressing episode later on. (laughs) It's gonna be specifically called the depressing episode.
0: Get or, some tissues.
1: Yeah, yeah, tissue up.
0: <laughs> Maybe some wine and chocolate. You might want some wine. Yeah. Yeah,
1: definitely, but um, but but the biggest thing is if you could set your get your mindset into the zone of being being able to move forward every single day. It doesn't matter what it is like if you look at yourself and you're like, I do not value myself at all. I want you to take five minutes, figure, uh, I want you to take f- a whole day, just take a break from life in general, and figure out why you feel that way. Tackle that head on, and come up with a solution on how to make yourself feel better. And, mm, for example, I felt like, crap, I used to weigh 340 pounds, I'm down to 300 pounds, and ooh, ooh. <laughs> I, 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 I believe a lot of my depression was triggered from that and um but for myself uh, the way I cope with my depression is going to the gym just working out for you it could just take a brisk walk in the forest nature and so forth or you could just sit down and just think about how your day is going to go and tackle your day as is or you could just simply write in a journal like those are simple ways you could cope with the idea of you, you don't have any value but you but those are this ways and tools you could use to start moving forward into the mindset of like, hey, I do have value and this is how I am going to and this is how I'm going to put it into myself. That's
0: really awesome, Brett, and you know, thank you for sharing that. That's that's being vulnerable and, you know, I encourage all of you to be vulnerable about what you go through because it helps to be understood and to kind of get through it. So if you have any comments about, you know, what you go through, please feel free to feel free to comment. I think you can PM on Brett's Facebook page, right?
1: Yeah. You, uh, so we actually have a Self-Help Shark Facebook page. Yeah. Self-Help Shark Twitter. Okay. Self-Help Shark Blogger. Mm-hmm. Self-Help Shark... Castbox. Those are all places you could uh, subscribe to us. Also, uh, leave comments and also please leave feedback for us. Um, we'll talk about value. That will be extremely valuable for us and to get to you guys hey. and help you guys out because we are uh, brand new at this and um, I want to make. Th- I actually I, I am working very hard to make this a community and platform to where we can share our stories. And it's really important to don't, whatever your story
0: is, whatever your adventures, non-adventures, whatever you've been through life, everybody's got demons and everybody's got like, yeah, I probably should not have smacked my sister with that when I was five (laughs) or whatever your story is. Brett and I are not going to judge. We've probably been through shit like that before. We just don't go into it on here because we don't want you guys to be traumatized.
1: (laughs) We will eventually get to that point.
0: Yeah, but not right now, so don't...
1: Once we find our audience. Yes. (laughs) So
0: just don't be... We encourage you to reach out. Talk to us about what we can do better. Talk to us about your lives. Whatever you're comfortable with because that's what we want to do is we're like, hey, friendship and like... Community is a good way to get it's a good way to kind of deal with the struggles that we talk about, and so, um, the way that I kind of deal with things is uh, so Brett goes to the gym, he likes going to the gym because he's you know, his weight is kind of something that bothers him, <laughs> and you know, good for you for yeah. losing 40 pounds, right? Yeah, woohoo, give me a high five. <laughs> me, I, I, oh god, what did I hit? Just keep going. Oh,
1: sorry. Camera go. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. You know what makes us more authentic when I like make oh my real God. life pauses like that. Sorry, I got distracted. I moved something. But so what? One thing that I've been working on is gaining weight, and you know people watching this are gonna be like, "Really, you're trying to gain weight?" Like, eh. And I've gotten that a lot of feedback, and I'm like, "Sorry, you feel that way, but I've been underweight my entire life, and I'm finally." At a weight, we're like I look like a healthy person. I don't have any eating disorders. It's nothing connected to my depression or anxiety. I'm just a really tall thin person. I have a fast metabolism, so I have to eat all the time, and I don't like being really skinny. Like I am really skinny. My shoulders are really knobby, and I, and you can kind of like see my spine under my skin, and that drives me. Insane. I'm like, man, if I sneeze, I'm going to blow away in the wind. Like, people have literally made that joke, like, you're going to blow away in the wind. You're a beanpole. And it just, I despise that. So I'm like, so I'm like, you know, I don't need to be, like, 230 pounds. But, like, I want to get to a healthy weight. And actually, on Thanksgiving, my grandfather, who's pretty... He, we're, we're close and he's pretty attentive and understanding that he's like, like I smiled at him and he's like, hey, your cheeks are more full. Did you gain weight? I'm like, yes, I did. And my cousin was like, Morgan, you look really great. I'm like, yeah, I went up like four pant sizes and that's not something I can say easily. And I feel like there's an invisible audience starting to resent me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, but I'm like, that's what makes me feel better about myself and helps me kind of deal with depression and anxiety is like, I'm trying to gain weight, and I'm trying to feel healthy in my life, and being like, you know, I'm beautiful because I have a little weight on me. And so we live in the Denver area in Colorado, and we go to Denver Comic-Con, and there's actually a picture of Remy and I with David Tennant because we got to see him, and it was probably the greatest moment of my entire life. But my favorite thing about the picture is there's Remy. He's got a huge grin on his face. David Tennant's like... Help me, I don't know what I signed up for. (laughs) And then, I look like I have a healthy body type. And that's not something I've been able to say before. And it just, it's so exciting to me. And that's how, I guess, I put value in my life. And especially, like, when other people recognize that. And I'm sure Brett can attest to this. Like, when people recognize, like, oh, you've lost weight, you've gained weight. That feels awesome when somebody recognizes, hey, you're doing something to change your life and you're working hard. It's like, yes. Yes, I am. I don't want to be that guy that's like, hey, I lost 50 pounds. Or, you know, because that's just like whatever. Or you don't want to be like the, hey, I'm fatter now. Yay. Yeah. I don't want to be that weirdo. Yeah. But it feels really good when people recognize your improvements in life. It's like, yes, you notice I'm trying so hard without trying to say anything. Yeah. And it's helping myself, which is really hard to do. But you're making it somewhere in life. And that's <laughs> good.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I could definitely attest to that. But I can't. But I uh, like my person. Like I'm very humble as a person when it comes to like success and stuff. People people will come up to me like you did this, and like thank you for acknowledging that. But yeah, I did. <laughs> Type of a thing is like like uh, not to sound like cocky or anything, but I'm just very humble about it because I just I, I, I don't do it for anyone else but myself. But then uh, but I also turn around. And what improvements I do make I also give that feedback I also give that to everyone else around me so for example when I did drop 40 pounds but in the process of dropping 40 pounds I also helped another friend of mine to drop 20 pounds because she was having health issues too so I teamed up with her and I taught her how to lift weights I put all of my goals off to the side for about two months taught her how to lift weights taught her how to run correctly all this, and I also um, educate her on eating healthy, and, um, and it, it just surprised me that she didn't know anything about this, and she was just like, I'm unhappy, I don't know how to deal with this, and I came to, I, and I just came to her, as was like, I can help you, and so I, I do a lot of, so I, in nature, in naturality, I do a lot of stuff for other people and I also do a lot of stuff for myself but when someone tells me you, lo- you look good and you gain you you lost weight to me I'm just like did I really uh, I still look fat <laughs> because because I'm not at my overall goal yet and the, and, and, all, and I just want to if you are having weight issues right now it's going to take a while Trust me, it's, it's gonna take okay. some time.
0: It's okay to feel not happy with your body.
1: It's been two years since I've been on this journey to drop a hundred pounds, and I have dropped forty pounds. You're forty
0: percent there, cause a yeah. hundred. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! I did yeah. statistics right. Yeah. Sorry guys, I got I got really excited because I was a business major and I had to take statistics class, and I have no idea how the fuck I passed everything, but I did. <laughs> So, the uh, the fact that I can, like, say a percentage and it's not total bullshit or incorrect because yeah. I'm really bad at math, like, that just, phew, sorry, yeah. not to take away from you, just, like, <laughs> that's exciting me. Sorry, I just got excited.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, also, um, talking about, like, purpose, too, um, it's not a, a so, value is finding something in yourself to, um, to make life worth living and to impact other people.
0: Isn't that... Doesn't value in life... Value in life... Doesn't value and purpose kind of go hand in hand? Yeah,
1: and then... The pur- that's why
0: it's they're hard to define, yeah. I feel
1: like. And then purpose is... Um, so I, I've worked really hard trying to define these, so that's why I'm making it so easy. <laughs> and purpose is the part of value that when you do something, you're doing it with intention, with meaning, with adding something to your life and to other people's lives. and um, because 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 I, I, you can't help other people unless you help yourself first bottom line
0: it's like on airplanes you gotta put the mask on for yeah. yourself first and then help the other guy yeah or girl whatever yeah
1: yeah and, uh, and it's like going to a personal trainer and if you think i'm an ass or whatever i wouldn't if i see a personal trainer at 500 pounds i am not taking fitness and well health advice from that person Would you?
0: I mean, you don't look like a donkey to me, but whatever you say. (laughs) Sorry, bad joke. I was waiting for like a solid minute before I could make that. Sorry. I mean, I don't blame you. Like, it is kind of about appearances. The few times I, so I've, so for any of those wondering, I have been to the gym a couple of times, and I hate, hate, hate the idea of going to a gym. I like the idea, but only in a certain way. So Brett tried to get me into going to the gym. We toured a couple together, and I was like, yeah, this is great. But I never committed because I'm like, I don't like the idea of making that drastic of a change to my life. And I'm going to be perfectly honest. I'm like, you know, I'm going to eat more. I'm going to do yoga. I do still do yoga, and I still go on walks, and I try to stretch my body. And, like, that's me trying to put value into my own life. I don't identify as a person that I'm like, I'm going to go to the gym and pump all these weights. I feel intimidated. I feel like this tiny little toothpick trying to turn into like a log or some shit. (laughs) And I see like this huge ass guy just being like, I'm going to lift 500 pounds. Just no big deal. And I'm like, well, fuck it. There goes the end of me, my attempt to try like, like, uh, and then most people are trying to lose weight. So I feel even weirder being in there. Like I'm trying to gain weight and people are like, Wait, why? And I'm like, because that's that's probably my biggest. And I'm realizing this now. I've had like a couple cups of wine, guys. Sorry, so I'm (laughs) venting a little bit. But I realize that my biggest thing with going to the gym is I have a different thing to go for than like losing weight. Like most of the time, I see women on like things trying to do cardio, trying to lose weight, and I'm like, I don't need to do that. I'm trying to like gain weight and do things on my own time and I just I think the fact that Brett is really into it is fantastic I think it's really amazing you're so gung-ho when you make time for that and you're no and I mean this sincerely like the fact yeah. that you value your body and you're making that part of your time is fantastic and sometimes I always wish I was more like that but I'm like I look at my body and I'm like i go to the gym i don't want to waste my time that's how i feel that's how i feel about the gym is i feel like it's a wasted time for me personally because i would have to eat a bunch and do certain workouts and go to the gym like five times a week and i'm like i don't have that kind of time Mm -hmm. i'm a teacher Mm -hmm. i have a boyfriend i have a dog i have things i gotta do i don't have that kind of time and i don't want to make that time but you're
1: still finding other alternatives like yoga and stuff to do this is true so this is true you're still doing gym stuff but not in a gym (laughs) To be honest, because they do have yoga classes. Oh, I no, go. you're not wrong. Yeah. I
0: just don't, the the idea of a gym is it's like, this is your organized time, and it's just yeah. like, ugh.
1: And from my background, uh, I had a grandmother pass away when she was like 45 years old, and she weighed 700 pounds. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's not a fun time. No. I'm but, sorry. But and I didn't, but I think that's what like has been my deepest motivation is that, because uh, uh, she was a nice lady don't get me wrong but also I've seen what happens when you don't actually take care of yourself uh, at, at, at first hand at, at a large scale because because uh, uh, we used to have camping trips since I was like six years old mm. and every year I noticed she was getting a little bit bigger every year but then it got uh, and then actually, the last year before she passed away, we day. Ha- um, she can. She was unable to make it up.
0: Cause she was so heavy, she, or she couldn't walk. Just sick, or couldn't walk. Cause she was so heavy. Yep. Oh my. Yeah. I'm sorry. That is
1: a that is a uh, that is and uh, and I learned that uh, like when I was like from s- six to twelve years old. I learned that six years, which yeah. is freaking terrifying. Like for like a twelve year old kid it's like, I know why you passed away, cause you didn't take care of yourself. But, so it was kind of, um, so it was f- frustrating to, like, yeah, I was, I was kind of, I was kind of sad that she passed away, but then later on in life, I was kind of frustrated, because she could easily still be alive, as if she just took an hour out of her day just to go to the gym, or go do something active, mm-hmm. go for a walk, and just t- take, and that hour of your day, it's like, no, no time at all.
0: That's fair. Yeah, it's
1: like, no time at all, and...
0: For me, it's like, so there's a couple couple different layers to how I feel about stuff. Are we good on time? Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. I yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure we're not going over time. Yeah. Um, so for me, I didn't know that, so I'm sorry about your loss, and, you know, I get that. Oh, okay, we're fine. Um, so I'm sorry about your loss, and I yeah. totally get why you're like, I yeah. find value in the gym because I don't want to be like grandma or aunt.
1: Uh, and then I also saw my grandpa going down the same path and he had to get part of his stomach remote
0: oh my god Jesus. yeah, so yeah. So I would be <laughs> at the gym all the time if that was oh my god okay yeah no more Twinkies yeah. Jesus Christ so for me my thing is is I have different layers to why I put different value in my body in my time so number one I am a woman and I'm not going to go too much into detail but there's constant argument about whether my choice or it's children i'm not even gonna go there but my body is constantly being argued about watched watch watch thank you yeah,
1: yeah. because um I, I feel so bad for women at the, at the gym sometimes because i i, I could guarantee you that before they even get to the gym they have eyes on them and then they're in the gym everyone ha- then all the guys in the gym I was like, oh, there's a lady. <laughs> well, like, and then, like, then it's
0: like, for me, so for me, it's like my body is being constantly watched and I feel like debated and controlled all the time. And I also have certain people in my life, I'm not going to specify who, but I also have certain people in my life that have said, if I gain weight, I'm going to be pudgy. And for a woman, that's bad. And I'm... The way that I put value in myself is I'm learning that it's like, it's my body. I control what I put into it and out of it and that's my time. And so yeah, I could go to the gym and gain weight and do the whatever thing and do yoga, but I don't want to use it as my time because I already feel like my body's controlled anyways by various different things. And again, that's my opinion, you know, doesn't need to be debated or anything. That's just my opinion. But I don't want my, I don't want that to be controlled by myself all the time. So that's, so I value it in different ways. Like I'm going to go on a walk because I want to and I can be in nature and I can be with my dog. I'm going to do yoga because I have horrible posture and I know I need to fix that. Otherwise I'm going to be like the hunchback of Notre Dame, Notre Dame. When I'm like in my 60s, and that's going to suck ass all the time. So I respect what Brett's saying, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, I want to do different things to respect my body at different times because you can have family members that are not supportive of you or your body. And I've had people in my life that are like, oh, you shouldn't gain weight or you shouldn't do this or you should do that with your body and your time. And I've had a lot of opinions about my life, about my friends, and I'm like, you know what? This is my time. I only get this life on earth, some people believe, and you get reincarnated as a tree or whatever. That's cool. That'd be sweet to be a tree unless you get turned into a book, and that would kind of suck. But it's my time.
1: And, and also, sometimes fa- family members are rough in general. <laughs> and sometimes the most supportive is just a complete stranger. That could just walk into your life and be like, you know what? You do that.
0: Probably the most supportive person. So I remember one time where, uh, so when I think it was before I was in college or in college, I was really interested in theater, and I didn't stick with it because of other reasons in my life. But somebody told me, they're like, I was like, yeah, I'm really passionate about theater and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you know, you would do really well in theater. You're just so passionate about life, and you're so this and you're that. So I agree. Random stang- random strangers can make you feel so much better than about your life than your own mom, your own dad, your brother, your best
1: friend, your cousin, your, your dog, the love of your life, whatever it is, and so. Because we're, because when it comes to family members or friends, we're more typical to tell our friends or family members to shut the fuck up, but then when it's just a complete stranger that you don't even know comes around to, tell you something, it, it, it kind of brings a different uh, perspective
0: it's like they don't know you as well and they don't see as much into your life but if they can make a big observation that's truthful. So like I, I have a friend who I'm not very close to but he made an observation about a relationship in my life and that's made more of an impact on me than any other observation because it's like he's a younger dude, he's new to our group but he can still make that observation about this other person in my life and I'm like, you know, He's kind of an idiot, and he's nagging me about stuff, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. So there's still that shut the fuck up piece.
1: But but the, the, then you're like, you know what? You might have a point.
0: And that gives me confidence with certain things in my life. So um, are you good? Because we have like two minutes left, so I don't know if you want to go over or what.
1: So purpose and value, drop the mic. Boom, done. Um, so no, you got to uh, go to the self-help part <laughs> Yeah. so um, value find it in yourself do whatever it takes doesn't matter how hard it is once you find it you'll feel a lot better how to find value in yourself in life boom mic drop again um, you're
0: hurting my ears sir <laughs>
1: um, the, the best is doing everything with a purpose doing everything with intention um, like for example if you have a morning routine do it with meaningful do it with passion and don't do it and don't go through the motions uh when you go to work doesn't matter if you hate your job currently or whatever situation you're in do your job with a purpose because you'll feel better at the end of the day and then that will also add value to your life because you're able to reach farther and beyond than anyone else
0: if you don't feel like you have any of that and you have no idea where to start just you'll get there one day and don't be too hard on yourself if you're like listening to this and you're like god man these guys have their shit together I promise you, we don't. We're just giving you life (laughs) advice based off of our life experiences. And don't feel bad. It might take you a while to get your life and your shit together. And that's totally fine. Just do what you do and do what you love. And it's going to work out all right. Whether you like to go to the gym or you sit on your ass eating cake or anything in between, it's your life and find the purpose and find the value. And just, it starts with... What you like and you don't like. And um, honestly, you'll be all right. And yeah, I had a thought and the train left the station. It was like, nope. And I'm like, all right, well, fuck you. I just ended my sentence. Awkwardly. Just went to
1: Hogwarts without you. Literally.
0: <laughs> it's like, all right, Morgan, you've taken too long. Just okay, bye. And I'm like, well, fine. <laughs> Jesus.
1: You, you muggle. <laughs>
0: Apparently, (laughs) excuse me, I'm a muggle. (laughs) Jesus. But anyway, so um, we're signing off now. Yep. Give us your feedback. Don't be afraid to share your life experiences. Comment if you're like, Morgan, you rattle on forever. You're pretty much right, but Brett hasn't shut me up yet, so I'm still all right.
1: I'm (laughs) waiting for that first comment to say, hey, cut her time in half. Then I'll (laughs) be like, yo, we got to cut your time in half.
0: And I'm just like, (laughs) ah!
1: What is so, life? But yeah, no, she does a good job explaining stuff, and I just kind of cut it up and be like, this is what you do.
0: <laughs> He's the TLDR, and I'm like, here's the feelings. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. um, we want we invite your feedback. We hope you like what we do. We are sincerely here to try to help you have more positive experiences in your life and help you with whatever you're dealing with. So like us on Facebook, comment. Twitter us, I forget all the stuff that that Brett has up for us. And
1: also, uh, also, if you subscribe on Castbox, they'll send you a direct email every time we post a new episode.
0: See, si, Senor and Senoritas. Yeah. I am kind of bilingual,
1: but not really. But I try. This this was self help shark, and we'll talk to you later.
0: Bye.